Today's share in the Dirshur Mishnabura Yomi is Daf Kufhe Yomin Aleph, and we're in the second volume of Mishnabura, and we're beginning Simon Reish Beis. We just concluded in yesterday's share the Halachos and the Simon and the deal with benching and with Zimun, and today we begin in Simon Reish Beis, Dine Birchas Peros Ha'ilan. We'll begin with a discussion of what bracha do you make on fruit. And we start off with the most important fruit, of course, which is grapes. And wine. So the Mechaber starts off in Sifalaf and he says, I'll call Peros Ha'ilon Mevarech Betrila Bori Priya Eitz. On all fruits of the trees, we make a Bori Priya Eitz. Of course, whenever we say Bori Priya Eitz, we of course mean Baruch Hashem, Alokinu Melachalam, with full Shemu Malchus pronounced the proper way, Bori Priya Eitz. With the one exception being Chutz Mehayayin, except for wine. Shemavarech Alav Bori Priya Gofen. Wine, we make a Bori Priya Gofen, and has a special bracha because it's so Choshuv. And this is true, Ben Chai, Ubein Mevusho. This is true whether it's undiluted or whether it's cooked in any way. Which the Mahabra explains, the Hainu, which means whether it has honey inside of it and other types of spices to give it additional flavor. In all of these situations on wine, you make a bari priyagofen. We'll start off in the Bir Halacha. The Bir Halacha in the Ramaskal Bari says we make bore priha eights or bore prihagofen and not ha bore. As opposed to with motzi, we don't say motzi, we say ha motzi. And Dirshu Furit number 13 explains this further, and he says, based upon the Every bracha is past tense. And habore also literally means past tense, just like hamotzi does. There's a whole discussion in the Gemara why we say hamotzi rather than motzi. In any event, when it comes to bore priyogafen or bore priyets, in regards to bore versus habore, it's clearer that bore means past tense. And this is, in fact, the opinion of the Kafachayim. All brachas have to be in the past tense. Kigon, shakon, nihiyeh, bidvoro, lo yihiyeh, bidvoro. That's why we say Nia that it was made in the way HaKadosh Baruch made it, and not that it will be made in the way HaKadosh Baruch made it. Furthermore, the Bir in the next Dibra Maskel, Priya 8, the Chavitz Chaim says, Even though all fruits are technically growing on trees, but they're also growing from the ground, We didn't want to make a Bar Priya Adama on them, or even say Bar Priya Aretz on them over here. Why? Because they're a more elevated idea, fruit is a more elevated idea than a vegetable, and therefore Chazal kovu brachom yuchedes Chazal established a separate bracha lahaskir shivacho shal hamakom shabara peros chashuvim kela to give additional praise, so to say, to our Kodesh Baruch that he created such chashiv of things like fruits, as opposed to just vegetables Now we can see the Mishnah Bura inside Sivkot and Aleph, the Mishnah Bura writes Peros, Peros Ilan, what is considered fruits of the trees. So he says, this includes all fruits of the trees. Ben Mishavasaminim, whether they're the seven special minim of Eretz Yisrael, pomegranates, uh, figs, dates, etc. Ben Sheeno Mishavasaminim, or whether they're not from the Shivasaminim, apples and oranges. All of these fruits make a Bari Priya 8, with, of course, the one exception being wine, Sivkot and Beis, and Mishnabur says, Chutz Mi'ayayin, Mibmeishu Soed Alev. The reason why wine deserves a special bracha is because it satiates the heart, and it gladdens the heart. Therefore, Chazal set up a separate bracha. Let's look inside Dirshu foot number two, where he brings down, this is true, 
this wine being so aid, it satiates, is so special that therefore, bid the evid, if somebody were to go and make a instead of the brachachrona ala gefen, ya priya gefen on wine, but instead he benched on wine, so the full benching, so then Shulchan Aruch and Simon Reish Ches, we will learn that you are Yotzei B'diyevet were doing so. And the Mishnah Bur explains over there, the reasoning is, mipnei shayayin zon v'soe t'saleiv k'molechem, because wine satiates the heart just like bread does, so B'diyevet, if you were benching on it, so you are Yotzei. Dishavut number three brings down, what about mitzah novim, grape juice, which is not, Fermented, it doesn't have alcohol in it, and therefore it doesn't technically be misamech the person. Nevertheless, the bracha he says is bar piyagafin as well, as the Shulchan Aruch will tell us in Simon Reish Ayin Beis. Now, Rosh Hashanah explains that Sal Rosh Hashanah says she came into royally because grape juice could be wine, therefore its din is like wine, and you make a bar piyagafin. Now, when you make Mitzanavim, when you make grape juice, so if you pasteurize it or boiled it, then it will never ferment, it will never get alcoholic in that sense. And therefore, one could argue it's not royalios yain. So why would you make a barpia goffin on it? Nevertheless, Rashlama Zalman says, it nevertheless does have the halachic status of wine, and you do make a barpia goffin on it. Because as soon as the grape juice is taken out of the grape, Boom, it's already called potentially wine, and even though you're going to do something to it afterwards, that doesn't change it around. And Nishar Olov shames it. It retains the name of wine. Because right now it's also able to be drunk. Likewise, Dayin Weiss, that's how the Minchas Yitzchak brings down the same idea. Even though grape juice in our days, they mix it with all sorts of things that will never let it become alcoholic, will never let it ferment and turn into wine. Nevertheless, he make a bari piyagofen, and this is also the opinion of Rav Oznazatzal and the Shevet Alevi. He adds there, it's also royal Kiddush, as is the opinion of nearly all the poskim. Shatznaishi, a royal that is something that should be alcoholic. That's only a special din by the Nesachim, the wine libations that go on the Mizbeach. They have to be uh, alcoholic, so to say, in a sense. But grape juice, which may not be good for the Mizbeach, is good for Kiddush and has the bracha barpia goffin. And that, I would dare say, is the majority opinion. However, Yashiv Zatzal disagrees. Yashiv Zatzal says that on grape juice, one would not make a barpia gofen, one would make a shahakal, similar to all other fruit juices where one makes a shahakal. I in the rest of this paragraph and this footnote for his detailed discussion. Furthermore, the next paragraph brings down what about cognac or other types of sweetened wines. So he brings down, it's the opinion of the Chazonish and the Stiplers at Sal, that you would make a Barpia Goffin, although he brings down others that disagree and say you might not make a Barpia Goffin on that. But again, in Lamais, I think the majority opinion is that you do make a Barpia Goffin on these types of beverages. Some suggest that when you're in doubt about these situations, make the Barpia Goffin on something that definitely has the status of being wine, and this way you remove yourself from any such machlokas. Indeed, the issue footnote number four brings down if you even make a barpia goffin on grapes, bid the evid, Shulchanach, and Simon Reish Ches will tell you that you are Yossi bid the evid. Back to the Mishnah Brewer now, we go Siv Cotton Gimel. The Mishnah Brewer says that the bracha on wine, of course, is barpia goffin. The Mishnah Brewer tells us that even if the wine flowed out of the grapes by itself, the juice from the grapes flowed out by itself without being pressed. So the Prima Gadim brings down that you still make a barpia goffin on it. This is as opposed to the opinion of the Divri HaChemed Moshe brought down the issue footnote number five, who says that if the liquid drips out of the fruit by itself, it doesn't have the name of a mashke, and he would say that you would make a barpia goffin on uh, juice from a grape that came out on its own. 
But anyway, we paskin over here, like the Prima Godin, the Mishnah Baruch says, which is that it does have a Boripir Gofen. V'yim Torah, the Mishnah Baruch continues, if you made a mistake, Uberach halayah in Boripir Eitz, if by accident or more, and you made a Boripir Eitz, so these halachas will be discussed, Ein lekan and misim reish chesiv tezvav, the Mishnah Baruch, what the halach is, we'll learn it in Mir Tzashem in a, uh, in a, a number of days. Dirshifut number six, Points out this bar sheish bezed deos beposkim that we'll have there that there are a lot of different opinions on this and the bottom line is suffik brachos lahokel and we'll see this in mitzvahim when we reach simon reish ches. Mishnah Bursib Kandalik says this bracha of is true whether it's raw, diluted, or mevushal. So the Mishnah Bursib says the Aideha Bishul, even though you cooked it in mishtan hayayim lebriusa, this doesn't make it any worse. The in chiluk. Being in bishol yain gufa, and it doesn't make any difference whether you actually cook the wine itself, or you cooked it while it was still grapes or raisins, in order to go make wine from it. Either way, you still make a barpia gofen. The issue foot number seven brings down the inyan kiddish yain mavusha. What about making kiddish on this boiled or cooked wine? Oh, yain sheish bodvash, or wine that is artificially sweetened with honey or something else. So Shulchan Aruch in Simon Reish Ayin Beis says, Sheesh don Shnei Deos. There, they will have a machlokis. Does that make it worse or not? And can you therefore not make Kiddush on it? The Mishnah Burr will say over there, according to the opinion, Sheein Makadshin Olav, According to the opinion that you can't make kiddush on it, then you also can't make a bar priyagofen on it. However, halachalamaisi brings down even according to this opinion. Shaaf shela inyan kiddush yesh lachosh ledas hayeshomim shemachmim rizeh that while you may in regards to kiddush be choshesh for that opinion and not make kiddush on it. Nevertheless, you would make a bar piyakofen on it, even though you may not be ideally making kiddush on it. But when you're drinking it separate from kiddush, you make a bar piyakofen. In regard to pasteurized wine, so Shlomo Zalman brings down sha'af ledasa sovrim sha'al yain mavushal mavarchum shako. Even according to the opinion above that says on yain mavushal, you would not make a bar piyakofen, but you would make a shakol niyabidvaro. Like for example, we brought them from Rav Yashiv for grape juice. Nevertheless, on pasteurized wine, if it's really wine and alcoholic, he says you definitely make a bar piyagofen because the pasteurization is just to remove the harmful bacteria. It doesn't do anything else. It doesn't make the taste worse and it doesn't do anything to the absolute content of the wine itself. It just removes the bacteria. Now we go to Mishnah Burr Sivkarn Hay, and he writes, what about this kunditin, which is added to it, the uh, honey or spices? And even though as a result of the addition of the honey or the spices, it's changing its taste and its smell, its aroma. Nevertheless, from what it was previously, nevertheless, this doesn't make the wine worse, and it doesn't make it lose its bracha of bar piyagofen, according to the Rechaber. And the wine is certainly the essential ingredient over here, much more so than the honey or the spices that you added, and therefore the fikoch mevorch love bari priyagofen, and therefore you still make a bari priyagofen on this wine that's mixed, this kanditin that's mixed with honey and or with other spices. Sivkot and vav, devashu pilpulin, says, even if it's a third honey, and a third of the spices, or even more than that, nevertheless, the wine remains the essential ingredient over here, that the other ingredients, the purpose of the honey and the spices over here, is to improve the wine, to make it taste better, and therefore the wine remains the icker ingredient, and you make a bar priyak
Now we go to the Ramah. The Ramah says, Hagah, the imnis are of yayin b'sheicho, if you have wine mixed with beer, azlinon acha harov. Then you look at which is the major ingredient over here, the wine versus the beer. Im harov yayin, the Ramah says, if the majority of this concoction, this mixture over here is wine, let's say it's 60% wine and 40% beer, so then mevarach bar piyagof, and then you make a bar piyagof on it. However, if it's the other way around, dim harov sheichar, for argument's sake, it's 60% beer and 40% wine, so the opinion of the Ramah is mevarach shahako. In this Situation, you make a shakol niebit vro, and this is based upon the base Yosef brought down in the name of the Tash Beitz. Mishnah Burin Sivkot and Zayin explains if you mix it with Sheikhar, the Sheikhar shall call Haminim Shavim Bezeh. The Sheikhar, the beer, no matter what grain product they come from, all of them have the same halachic status over here as beer. Levad, with the exception, Haminim Mashkin Shapogmin Umafsidim Tamayain, as opposed to other types of beverages that destroy or ruin the wine and make it not really wine. Miyad, immediately, if they get mixed in there, even if they're a minority of it, they'll take away the taste of the wine and ruin the wine. In this situation, even though it may be 70% wine and 30% of this other type of beverage, but since this other beverage ruins the wine, in this situation, everybody would agree that you make a shakal in the Ebedvoro and not a Bore Priya Gofen. Ches brings down the Ramah's opinion that if it was majority wine, you make a Bore Priya Gofen, if it was majority beer, you make a shakal. And this is the Kaimalon. This is based upon the idea, brought down in the base Yosef, if you have two ingredients, one is the essential ingredient and one is the subordinate ingredient, you only make the bracha on the ikar ingredient, and that uh, the tefela, the subordinate ingredient, doesn't require its own bracha, it's exempted with the bracha that you make on the ikar, the main ingredient. This is the main idea of ikar and tafel, which we'll learn a lot more about as we go through the halachos of brachos. Then, the Mishnah says, and any type of a ingredient where the majority ingredient is the essential ingredient, then the minority ingredient is going to be exempted by the brach on the other ingredient, on the rove ingredient, even though it's a different brach. The issue foot number 11, however, brings down, Omnon. However, im echod mehem If one of them is not considered a important item, so we'll learn in Simon Ray should base shav shuarov. Even though it's the majority ingredient, the rov can sometimes be bottle who legabi hamia to choshev shuikar. Sometimes, and we'll have to learn these halachas as we go through halachas of brachos. Sometimes the majority ingredient is subordinate to the minority ingredient, which is much more important. And mitzvahem, we'll see these halachos as we go through halachas of brachos. Mr. Bruce of Contest says if the majority was wine, the minority was beer, you make a bar piyagofen, a varach bar piyagofen, vushalon is batel tamayayin aydea teruvos. And this is, of course, assuming that you can still taste the wine, the taste of the wine has not been uh, subordinated, it hasn't been nullified by the addition of the beer. If that is the case, then you would not make a bar piyagofen anymore, even if the majority is wine. Sifkot Yud, the Im Harov Sheikharbukhuli, the Mishabur says if the majority, Ramah said if the majority was beer, then you make a shakhuni evidvaro. This is not analogous to the case This is not analogous to what we learn in Simon Reish Dalit in Sif in the Ramaz Hagah, where he says over there, when you're mixing wine with water, that you don't need to have the wine the majority. The diet in that situation is adequate. There, as long as you have the wine 
making up at least one-sixth or more of the concoction, this mixture of wine and water, so then in that situation we still consider the wine, the Bar Priyagofen, an equal ingredient. We don't say you need 50-50 wine and water. As supposed to here, if you have 51 plus of wine, then you make a Bar Priyagofen, but if you have 51 of Shechor, you make a Shahako. So it's different by water than it is by beer, according to the Ramah, as explained here by the Mishnabura. And he says, Ayn Shah, look over there. When it comes to water, the Hasim over there, when it comes to water, that's the normal way that they would especially dilute wine with water. Therefore, we don't say we don't say that the wine has been nullified and exempted by the water that you put in. And we view it as all one entity right now, which is wine. Masha and came b'shecher, as opposed to with beer. When you mix wine and beer together, they ain't there That's not the normal way that we dilute wine. And therefore, it still remains not as one mixture, but as two separate entities, the wine and the beer, albeit they're mixed together. And therefore, the and therefore we look at it, whichever one is the majority, that is the essential ingredient over here. And he says further, look in the Ayin and Beer Hagra, look in the Beer Hagra, where the Vilna Gom disagrees with this. The Vilna Gom holds, that we view the beer just like water. And as long as the wine can still be tasted, then the wine, even if it's a minority ingredient, is still the ichor over here, and we make a bari priyagofet on it. And this can be seen very clearly in the beer halacha, in Dibra Masku, Navarro Shahako. And the Chovetz Chaim writes, I am the Mishnabura Shagro Cholik Al Psakzeh, as we just mentioned in the Mishnabura, the Vilnagon disagrees with the Psak of the Ramah, and his opinion is, He says you make a Bari Priyagofen on this mixture of wine and beer, even when the wine is in the minority, as long as you can still taste the wine. He says, He says there's no difference between the diluting of the wine with water or the diluting of the wine with beer. You don't go after the row, whether it's water, or shechor, you go after the minority, which is the wine. Albeit, the Chavetz Chaim says, Many Yachronim disagree with the Gra, and they follow the Ramah, and if you skip down towards the end of this Dibra Maschel, the Mishnabur concludes, and he writes, as we'll learn in Simon Reshtalev, and the Yachronim over there, when you're dealing with water and wine mixed together, it still depends on the strength of the wine. Even if you had less than the shear of the water that nullifies the wine to make it now a shahako, in other words, you had less than five-sixths of water against the wine. And you wouldn't make a bari priyagofen even in that situation when you had more than a sixth of wine, unless as long as you have the taste of the wine. But if you don't have the taste of the wine, then in fact the halacha would be that you make a shahakol in that situation on water or beer that nullifies the taste of the wine, and the brachachron would be burning the fashos, even according to the opinion of the Vilna Gon writes to Chavetz Chaim. The Mehagro, Mashma, the Sheikh, Omayim, Din Echodahem, that both beer and water, when mixed with wine, had the same din. And therefore, Im Ibe Tam Yayin, the Mavar Shahako, the even the Vilna Gom would agree that if you had a mixture of beer and wine, and the beer had nullified the taste of the wine, so then you don't make any longer a Bori Priyagofen, but you would make a Shako Nyebid Varo, just like with water. This concludes today's shir.